This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Last night, parents fought back on all accounts. Will the trend continue? We've got a lot coming up and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and I would be remiss if I did not point out that we do have, you know, it's af- it's the day after Election Day. It, it, the, re- the results spoke for themselves. If you guys have not yet gotten a Let's Go Brandon shirt, they are available at shop.blazemedia.com. I advise that you go get one. Uh, and by the way, you are not watching a rerun. We, we just have the same people uh, here today, which is great because I feel like we uh, like we can just add to the conversation we've that we showered, had. We've showered since. I hope so. I <laughs> hope so. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> uh, obviously joined by Blaze TV contributors, both uh, Jakub Buyans and Eric July. This should be a good show because you guys were both, as I mentioned, here yesterday when we discussed the idea of what this election, you know, election day meant as far as in Virginia and even some other places that we will get into. But what it might mean, uh, what it might mean, how the polls were looking. And, you know, as I said on the program yesterday, I didn't want to put too much stock into it because I never want to, uh, you know, like give Democrats less credit than they deserve when it comes to fortifying the election. I do believe in their ability to fortify any election that they so choose only because they, in in fact, themselves explained that they do fortify elections. So I don't want to, like, discredit them on that. Um, So I was like, I didn't want to say it. But in fact, let's get to the first topic, which is Republican Glenn Youngkin won the Virginia gubernatorial race, of course, defeated a former governor. This was not the governor at the time. Obviously, he is not Ralph Northam Blackface himself, but Governor Terry McAuliffe in the Virginia governor's race. Um, You know, this was interesting, as we talked about yesterday. Uh, Can't wait to get your thoughts on this, gentlemen. As we talked about yesterday, this really was seen as a referendum on um, not just national politics, but really when it comes down to it, education, the education system. Terry McAuliffe really took issue with making sure that um, he supported things like CRT. He defended things like CRT. He defended the teachers unions. He even had Randy Weingarten on his last day campaigning, had of all people, Randy Weingarten, uh, the the president of the worst teachers union ever, the National Teachers Union, Randy Weingarten, the devil incarnate herself, campaigning for him. So you know where he stands, right? So this was largely uh, an education issue. And Glenn Youngkin uh, eked it out. Uh, and, um, you know, it's interesting because this is a place where Joe Biden won Virginia by, what, t- over 10 percentage points yep. uh, just in 2020. And now all of a sudden 
we saw Glenn Youngkin win. Now, he did not, by any means, I would say, embrace President Trump. He maybe took a page from his playbook, but wasn't very much like, uh, yes, mean tweets are awesome and I'm going to be super Trumpian, but really, I think, focused on the issues that mattered to the Virginian people, namely education. And here we see we will have a Republican as governor in Virginia. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts, gentlemen, on this? And I do want to get to um, the media's take on this, the Democrat pundits take on this after I hear from you guys, because. Uh, you know, I tweeted this out last night, but it's like, are the Democrats going to learn their lesson and like reconvene? No, they probably won't. They're probably just going to double down on that, which we will see. But but gentlemen, what are your thoughts on this particular election? And we can get to some of the other uh, issues. One of the things I like most about this is this was not a Trump curtail or coattail victory. Yeah, yeah. It was not. And we need that in our country, right? We need, we need to just get back to the issues, truth versus lies, right? Right versus wrong. And not, and not a movement just from tit for tat, yeah. but an issue driven movement. And that's why yesterday I had great hope. This time we won. And, and may America see we can win elections. We won an election, a very important election because of the issues that it was won upon. The foundation of this election was, in fact, children, mm-hmm. school choice, mm-hmm. schools, curriculum, CRT, real critical issues that are not Virginia issues. They're national issues. They're issues for every state, for every race, whether it is a, a race for a mayor at the moment yeah. or a race for president. These are the issues of our day. And I think here, Virginia, that's been blue, said, wait a minute, these issues actually do matter. And I'm with you. There's no way the left can walk back and pivot and go, oh, we're also for um, not exploiting your children. No, they can't. This is, yeah. this is who they are, right? And so for me, it's indicative, and I hope Americans now understand, when we band together, like sticky rice, and we do, on an issue that matters, we can actually swing this thing. Yeah, Eric. Yeah, I mean, look, yesterday was just yet another example of like the cultural um, awakening is more mm-hmm. so what it is mm-hmm. of what's happening in the public education system and the indoctrination that it's been doing for very long. And that's just yet another example of that, because that was not just an issue that was buried like on his platform. He ran on that. Yeah. That was like the leading issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, he heard him say yesterday, he's like, imagine that school choice when he was talking about his victory. And it, that was at the top, basically, of his list of stuff that mattered. So it showed that culturally, there are cultural, rather, issues, and they can be, uh, you can lead with that and convince people, uh, certainly, to get, get, get behind you. So this isn't even me telling you who to vote for and who not to vote for, and more so, the iron's hot. Okay. Yes. yes. People are now paying attention to this. Mm-hmm. I think what's about to happen out, out in Virginia, starting, but with the rest of the country, we're going to be looking at this decades from now and seeing if this truly was the turning point. Because one or two things can happen here. He can actually deliver. Uh, more so people that could support him, those conservatives, can actually push for something that is going to 
be a solution, not set, some set repackaged yeah. bull crap, yeah. which is what I fear. Now, people that follow me on Twitter, I had a post that went around everywhere that said exactly that. I fear that chicken crap, that's not what I said, you know what I said, <laughs> Republicans are going to get in the way yes. of liberty mm -hmm. in, on this issue, and when people start which to... Which they generally uh, do. Which they all, generally always do. Historically, that's exactly yeah. what they do. Um, you saw that with Common Core. Uh, historically, yep. that's exactly what they do. So if they end up doing that, we end up with another Bessie DeVos situation. What did she do? Zero. Nothing. Mm -hmm. She did Zero. absolutely Under that, Trump. nothing. Under Trump. Under did Trump. Did absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. So that's what, like, the odds hot right now. I always say, look, you push for 100% no matter what. And I think what this, I mean, I use terms like abolition and that freaks some people out. But what it's ultimately about. I'm an abolitionist. Yeah, well, obviously not you. <laughs> uh, but what we're speaking about here is children, or rather their parents, being able to influence by way of having their money follow their children. Yes. That's ultimately what we want. If we actually extend that all the way to mm -hmm. its logical conclusion, there seems no reason for a public school to actually exist yeah. if we want to get to the root uh, of that. It's archaic. It's outdated. Do not look at like the market right now, which is basically monopolized by the state, as what it will look like on the other side in the event the public schools got rid of. This is why you have so many people have an issue with what you maybe say and what I say when they say, well, it's easy for you to say. No, right. no, no. Don't right. look at it through right. the lens of what exists yep. right now. Yep. We yep. believe in markets, remember? This is the reason why we advocate for capitalism on the other side who knows what it's actually going to look at we can't e e even say but the idea is that your money follows that child yeah. so this is an opportunity more people than ever are paying attention to this issue that have been sleeping for the last decades they now say wait a minute this is something that is that, that is important mm -hmm. will these republicans take advantage of that will these conservatives take advantage of that or Will they do nothing but protect the status quo, mm. which is what I fear? And we talk about, I ain't trying to get too conspiratorial with it and talk about controlled opposition. But when I start to hear some of them talk about what they then want, it sounds a lot like, OK, yeah. I want my guy to be in there yeah. and we'll just remold it. to No, no, no. Wait a minute. That's power, not power grab. Exactly. Another power, another grab. power grab. So. It's a reason to be optimistic at minimum yeah. because you see that more people are paying attention. It doesn't even matter uh, how I feel about Yonkin or anything like that. More people are paying attention. What do we do from here? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. so let me let me just kind of uh, branch off of that and talk about the idea. Um, you know, we talked about CRT. We talked about um, uh, Terry McAuliffe saying basically that black students needed a black teacher mm -hmm. to be able to teach them because i mean that would just hurt their feelings to be taught by a white teacher i mean they're promoting racist ideologies there in virginia now i want to get to these pundits and i want to get to what they blamed it on which as you can imagine was like you guys are all parents are basically white supremacists if you are a parent in virginia you are obviously a white supremacist uh otherwise you would not have voted the way that you did but i i just want to point out before we get to that i just want to point out um as the republican party did so well in virginia let, let let's just kind of highlight who else they voted because it wasn't just That's Glenn right. Youngkin as governor, right? right? It was the first black female lieutenant governor, uh, Winnesome Sears. And it was also the first Latino attorney general, 
Jason Miatis. So this is this was not like a let's elect old white men. This was a new governor who happened to be a Republican, also a new lieutenant governor who happened to be a black female. I just want to reiterate a black female, also an AG, who is the new uh, attorney general who is Hispanic, Latino. And still, somehow, the talking point is you guys are just racist and white supremacists. Let's listen. And the exit poll showed that, that, which was interesting, that the coronavirus or that the virus was a very has low importance to many yes, of the voters there. Was it was education, right. which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching right. about race. And I mean, unfortunately, race is just the most palpable tool mm. in the toolkit used to be of the Democratic Party back right. in the day when they were Dixiecrats, and now of the Republican Party. It just is powerful. Oh, it's so yeah, it's, powerful. Uh, so powerful. Notice how she said education. Now, the, the, the number one issue was education. How dare you guys teach your children uh, actual education, actual history. We would prefer that you teach them things like CRT. Here is the uh, 1619 Project creator, Nicole Hannah-Jones, uh, who tweeted out yesterday, the only racial dog whistles in American politics are the ones heard by the media because for the rest of the country, it's explicit. If the only educational concern in the election was the teaching of race and racism, then the issue wasn't education, it was and is always race. And then, of course, we have a good friend of the program, Jamel Hill, who said, uh, it's not the messaging, folks. This country simply loves white supremacy. Guys, they love white supremacy so much that they just elected a black female lieutenant governor and a Latino attorney general. That is how much Republicans love white supremacy. That is how much parents love white supremacy when it comes to their children. I just got to say, I, I, I want to toss it to you guys, but they are not, uh, they are not effing around. I, I chose my words carefully. That was me censoring myself <laughs> management. All right. Uh, they are not effing around when it comes to their children. They are done with the indoctrination. Right. They are done with you indoctrinating them into thinking that they are racist if they are not uh, of color. They are done with you trying to convince them that they are transgender. They are done with all of it. Let me play for you guys one more. Uh, let me play for you uh, Nicole Wallace, who of course is unfortunately with MSNBC. Well, it's where she belongs, MSNBC. Uh, but she actually said that critical race theory, look, parents voted on that. I guess this was the issue, but critical race theory is not actually a real thing. I guess she, she just thinks it's made up. I don't know. Here's Nicole Wallace. I think we know the answer to some of this. I watched Glenn Youngkin's interviews on Fox News, and he did nothing that Claire's, he did not. I mean, he worshipped at the altar of Donald Trump on Fox oh, News. He flew an insurrection he? flag at his rallies. Oh. He simply didn't, he played dumb about a, 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 a Zoom rally. Mm -hmm. He did not really put much distance between himself and Donald Trump mm -hmm. on the big lie or mm -hmm. the deadly insurrection mm. in which police officers were maimed by flagpoles. So Maimed. I think that the, the real ominous thing Ooh. is that critical race theory which isn't real, oh. turned the suburbs 15 points to the Trump insurrection-endorsed Republican. What do Democrats do about that?
Yeah, turned the suburbs 15 points. I would highly suggest that Nicole Wallace keep that up. Please, please, for the love of God, keep saying that. Keep telling these parents that what they saw is not real. Keep telling them that CRT was not a real thing, that their children were not being taught uh, racism, that they were not being indoctrinated into CRT. Please keep telling them that, Jacob. Yeah, look, I don't know if Nicole Wallace is a mother. I can't spend two minutes of my life God, even, I even, hope not. Even, even looking into her. But what, what these leftists don't understand clearly there's a gap between them and their children is this wasn't just a CRT issue it's not about CRT it is actually about education without quotes it is actually about when the kid comes home from school and they spew venom and crap from the back seat and the mom wants to hit the emergency brake <laughs> with what she's hearing going oh dear god what did you learn by who yeah. by your teacher Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. This is not happening. Or the 12-year-old that's addicted to porn all of a sudden because he learned it in the classroom. And we can go on and on and on and on. And yes, including the indoctrination of infusing race into every conversation because that's how they divide a country. And now because the Virginians dare say, you're not going to divide us anymore. You're not going to make my mm-hmm. son or daughter racist. You're not going to make them a homophobe or a transgender or crossover or whatever, right? We're taking it back. How dare you take back your child? You're supposed to bring them to the altar of Moloch. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to sacrifice your children. We're the ones who eat and drink their blood. Mm-hmm. We're the ones who want you to just hand them over to us. How dare you? And we're saying, no, we dare. We dare. It's time. Fight me. I will go to civil war before I give my children away to the left. Eric. Look, (laughs) these guys are one trick ponies. They that's what we just saw. An example. There was one person on mainstream media that kind of had this epiphany by the name of Van Jones. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was like, oh, man, there must be a disconnect between the echo chamber that we are kind of in and the other people. <laughs> it took you a long time to figure that out, Mr. Yeah. Van Jones. Yeah. That you are not representative. You try to control the information, but you're not representative of the population at large. See, yeah, they're going to try to gaslight. Yes, they're going to make it back, make it about oh, white supremacy and all these other uh, terms because that's all that they have. And they're starting to realize that it's setting in that, Okay, that tactic isn't working anymore. It's not as effective maybe as it once was. Mm. Even in the previous election cycle, we don't have a backup plan, guys. We don't have a backup plan. So if they stop listening to us, they have no, they they have to double down because they don't have anything else. They don't have anything. That's it. This is all they have. So as more people wake up to this nonsense in terms of what it is and reject it, this is why I say I know people like they know that I'm rough around the edges. They don't like that I cuss these people out and I make fun of them and all that stuff. I'm trying to delegitimize their institutions, guys. They should be mocked. They should be shamed. They should be laughed at. They're evil, number one, yeah. but they should be laughed at because they should be delegitimized. They yeah. think they have all this control. And unfortunately, a lot of people have been tricked into believing that. But you're seeing with this uh, Virginia election that they don't have as much power as we think or rather they speak into existence mm-hmm. because you see when their tactics are not as effective they have no backup plan. Yeah, it's and a smoke and mirror trick, yeah. right? And all of a sudden, we, we're seeing behind the smoke. Yeah. Now people are going, wait, maybe, maybe they're not as powerful I as we thought. F- I feel mm-hmm. like the same parents who uh, in 2020 were like, um, maybe we don't want mean tweets are like, all right, if the choice is mean tweets 
or uh, the left indoctrinating our children into this transgender, radical, uh, racist ideology, I'll take the freaking mean tweets. Yeah. Can I have a redo? <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, exactly. And we've got more to come on that because Virginia was not the only place where there were things uh, happening in elections that you need to know about. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. So uh, how will you know when you're ready to do something about your receding hairline and the bald spot? Men, don't be embarrassed. All right, it happens. It has nothing to do with you. It's just your genes. But when they are the first things you see in the mirror, it is time to do something about it. All right, you got to try Keeps. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of their competitors. Hundreds of thousands of men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention. Keeps offers the same doctor-recommended, FDA-approved hair loss treatments that you would get at your doctor. They are generic versions, by the way, so they're going to they're going to save you about half the cost that you would get over at your doctor's office. But on top of that, you also get to be lazy and do everything online, so you can do you know answer questions, take a couple pictures of your hair, send it off. A licensed doctor will review it, recommend the right hair loss treatment for you, ship it directly to your door. You can do it all from home. You're welcome, gentlemen. Also, should you have questions along the way, you can message your Keeps Doctor 24-7, track your progress with their progress tracking tool. Let's get you started. All right. We've got a special discount just for you guys. Go to keeps.com slash why you will get 50% off. That is half off your hair loss treatments. Do not pass up this deal. Okay. In some people, not only will it help you not lose your hair, but it will trigger a regrowth. You've got to try it. It is keeps.com slash why for half off 50% off. That is keeps.com slash why. All right, so let's talk about the other aspects of last night, because obviously Virginia was not the only place that uh, people took to the voting booths. Um, as of the time of this taping, I, I don't see any way around New Jersey not coming down to um, a recount because it is so close. Obviously, uh, Phil Murphy, Democrat incumbent, is kind of starting to, uh, I don't want to say run away with it, because that would be uh, mm. an incorrect... Separate. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is starting to get more votes because the, the very last remainder of votes to count did come from uh, blue counties and, of course, our mail-in ballots. So you never know how much when they're like, look... It's a popular governor. We got to fortify it because that's what they said about the president. They said we have to fortify. This is the most popular president in American history. Why would you not fortify this election? So we don't know what they are planning on doing. But what we do know is that this was not expected to be as close yep. as it yep. was in New Jersey. And yet here we are. And it really is coming down to the wire. Um, this, uh, I, I honestly, honest to God, is it in my notes? I honest to God do not remember the guy's name right now. I don't She's remember like the guy's Chio. name. It's Chiarelli yes, or something? I can't, I like, can't I, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's something like that. But, but, but that's my, okay. Chiarelli. Yeah. yeah if I'm saying that correctly, Jack Chiottarelli, right? Um, but, but my point in that is how much coverage did we get on this race? I didn't hear this guy's name. I didn't know who he was because it was not expected to be this close. And yet you had Phil Murphy who came out and gave all of these uh, mandates when it came to the coronavirus, uh, put all of these mandates on school, put all of these mandates on people who lived in New Jersey, and now all of a sudden it did come down to the wire unexpectedly. Um, is that a sign, you guys, that people are finally fed up with this crap? 
again, I censored myself. You're welcome, management. Yeah, I th look, I think, again, it's New Jersey. So yeah. we have to, we have to, we have to, not that I want to, but we have to look back and say, oh, how did Trump do in New Jersey? How did Trump do in Virginia? Well, Trump didn't win Virginia, and now it just swung, you know, it swung red. So here's a guy who didn't get a lot of public attention. His name recognition is not huge in the nation, at least, maybe more so in the state. And he's giving Murphy a serious run, if not maybe a victory, I don't know. So it, it absolutely points towards if it was moderate Republicans that didn't like mean tweets that are finally just saying, well, uh-uh, we're definitely on the bandwagon of, of some sanity. For me, it's a huge indication. I think we're going to see that throughout the country. I think this is an absolute uh, uh, sign for what we can expect to come in 2022, trying to take the House back. But historically, in the GOP and in the conservative movement in this country, when we have a victory, we go to Mai Tai party time and we relax because we won in 2016 and just gave them that, you know, get, mm -hmm. gave it back to them, gave them the house back just in two years. So I'm saying do not for the love of life <laughs> and of your children, relax. Yeah. This is a time, time to put your foot on the tiger's throat. This is throat. just the beginning. Yeah. Oh, your foot. Put your foot on the tiger's throat. And this is a choke out moment. Yeah. This is the make them tap. Actually, when they tap, keep squeezing. <laughs> lights out. Take their <laughs> lights out. So so let me, Eric, I want to get your thoughts. But I also want to add into the equation. It's not just uh, Jack, uh, whatever his name was. Chiara Rally. Chiara Rally. It's not just him. There was a Republican truck driver who apparently he so is good. in a yes, he's in a dead heat with longtime uh, Garden State Democrat leader. He is the president, the Senate president of New Jersey. And this Republican, obviously Democrat, right, is the leader. Uh, this Republican who challenged him. His name is Edward Durr. He's challenging Steve Sweeney. And he is a commercial truck driver who spent $153 on his own campaign. That is all that he spent. And they are still, I just, as you guys were talking, you may have noticed I was on my phone. I was like, I want to double check and make sure yeah, that this yeah. is still the case, that it hasn't changed because everything is changing right now. It is still, as of the time of this taping, New Jersey truck driver Ed Durr on the verge of upsetting state Senate president, longtime Democratic leader Steve Sweeney, uh, spent $153 of his own money. Same state that we're talking about, New Jersey. It's impressive, man. It really just goes to show how it doesn't take much these days, definitely with the spread of uh, in information. Mm -hmm. uh, look, I believe just how elections are handled have been, you know, it's been archaic, just much like the public education system. And you're seeing that you don't have to go through the proper channels to get a victory per, per se. But going back to the original question, this just points to the fact that there is an adjustment and there's a shift because I believe he was like the last polling put him like at a 10 percent um, uh, victory, uh, the Democrat going into uh, New Jersey and now it's, it's basically neck and neck mm -hmm. right now. It wasn't supposed to, I cannot emphasize that enough. So even if let's say the Republicans do not win, it still speaks to something yeah. that it was even close because it wasn't supposed to be that yeah. way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, again, like you have mentioned, it's all about what happens next, I think is most important. And again, this could be, look, this whole couple of years could be something that we're looking at as more of a cultural revolution that we're looking at maybe again decades from now if 
people act accordingly. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the again the part that I fear because it, yeah, it's it's comfort. It's acting as if okay, you have victory or victory is just in owning the libs, and that's not what this is about. You know what I mean? These are about these uh, individual issues and these sorts of principles. Best believe I'll certainly be here uh, bringing people back. You know, back to reality as the yeah. as the uh, days go on. But yeah. we need more of that because their feet have to be held to the fire. It's one thing to just pay lip service and to get a victory because now people are paying attention. But if that doesn't change into, and I'm not talking policy, I'm talking really lack thereof. If that doesn't change into elimination of those barriers, which mm -hmm. is what we're really discussing, and all of these facets of life, whether it be with COVIDs or, or public education, then all of this amounted to nothing. Le yep. So let me yep. give you let me give you as one more uh, let me. Give of the audience out there one more incentive to pay attention and continue being involved in all of this uh actually two more things so there was a uh, buffalo who had a socialist candidate for mayor who was endorsed by all of the usual suspects right bernie sanders aoc, AOC chuck schumer yeah. um so the actual mayor who was there um actually suffered a primary loss to this democratic socialist candidate it was india walton who was the socialist candidate uh the buffalo mayor who again was a democrat is a democrat but was uh was defeated by this democratic socialist in the primary actually started a right in uh uh endorse I'm sorry a right in candidacy and um, defeated the the socialist candidate for mayor. And you see what as happened a, as a write-in candidate, yep. as a write-in. That is how strongly people are rejecting exactly. this radical bullcrap. Again, what is this, the third time in this an episode? Buffalo? I'm telling you guys, I'm censoring myself. You're welcome, management. This is Buffalo, New again, York. Again, a northern state. This yes, is Buffalo again. Yes, so yes. this is not like we're talking about Kentucky, Tennessee. We, we're swinging a seat that was blue to red. These are what happened in Texas. And no. San Antonio, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, too. yes yeah, 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 yeah. South Texas, there was one that flipped yeah, to red yeah, that hadn't yeah. been red in how long? Uh, forever. A really long time flipped from Democrat to Republican. One more, uh, just to let you guys know, when we're talking about, especially up north, Minneapolis voters have rejected a ballot initiative that would have replaced the de police department with a department of public safety. So we recall, we've talked police. about it on the show, yes, that they were like, well, we need social workers. We don't want police we should defund the police we should replace it with something else you know we're going to replace it with a department of public safety minneapolis voters were like nah nah we're not going to do that we're That's not going to be significant sarah because minneapolis have spent a lot of time up there this is ilhan omar territory okay and this yeah. is the squad territory they own that place and, yeah. and so uh, and they would love to abolish police so this 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 is really we need to pay attention to these signs and people who don't live in these areas need to say okay Let's move. Let's go. Because you're right. When they win a seat, they change stuff. Right. Yeah. They go in like a wrecking ball. And we need to change things when we take a seat. Yeah. Uh, we've got, uh, like I said, we've got a jam-packed show. We've got way more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bambi. So if you're an entrepreneur, you know HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, HR manager salaries aren't cheap, an average of $70,000 a year. Bambi was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft your HR policy, maintain your compliance for $99 a month, which, and by the way, 
I'm not a huge math person, way cheaper than $70,000 a year. You can change your HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. They will be available by phone, email, or real-time chat. They can do whatever you need, customize your policies to fit your business, help you manage your employees day-to-day for $99 a month. This is month-to-month, no hidden fees. You can cancel anytime you want, but you won't because you did not start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help get your free HR audit today. You can go to Bambi.com slash matters right now to schedule that free HR audit. That is Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash matters. It is official. The CDC is recommending the Pfizer uh, COVID-19 vaccine for children aged 5 to 11. But that is not the only thing that is going on when it comes to the vaccine and children. It is also San Francisco who it has had a they have had a conversation they have had a meeting about this particular uh you know development yeah. that the CDC is recommending it and they have not just said it's we're recommending it they have said they are planning on mandating this vaccination for all 5 to 11 year olds in order to participate in public life so they will need to carry your five-year-old your kindergartner will need to carry their vaccine card in order to participate in public life i I don't know why anyone still lives in san francisco i don't know how any parents can still continue to live there and pay the taxes and live in human filth and human feces Mm -hmm. and needles that they continue to live in but here is uh let's see dr lee atkinson mcavoy chief of the division of general pediatrics at um some of the hospitals over in San Francisco, one of the health officers for the city and county of San Francisco talking about this, watch. There is a related question which people have asked me, which is what about the local San Francisco health orders that require vaccination to go into a restaurant or to go to a Warriors game? When is that going to apply to children five to 11? We definitely want to wait and make sure that children have an an opportunity to get vaccinated. Mm. So that will happen no uh, sooner than um, about eight weeks after the vaccine is available to kids. So Uh there will be a limited time in which there will not be those requirements Mm -hmm. is our plan. But then Mm -hmm. at some point, five to 11 year olds will also have to show proof of vaccination to access some of those same settings. I have to believe, guys, I have to believe we saw what happened in Virginia. We saw what happened when education, when children become the lead component when it comes to issues. I have to believe that if this stupid recall were redone, that if that if San Francisco, if the parents of San Francisco were really offered an alternative, I, I would like to believe that they would choose the alternative rather than continue to sacrifice their children at the altar of Big Pharma, because I can't imagine a parent being like, yeah, I'll make sure to get my child a vaccine card so that they can participate and socialize in everyday life. I mean, this is absolute insanity and child abuse from the actual city of San Francisco. Yeah, child abuse. This is the same city that had a choir that sang, we're coming for your children. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. The gay yeah. choir yeah. that oh, sang yeah. and said, yeah. we're coming for your children. <laughs> I was Just in, kidding, not really. Yeah, yeah, we're coming for your children. No, they are. I was in San Francisco recently, and it is a cesspool. It's an absolute cesspool. Here's the deal. Uh, I now am of the mindset where I'm liking what the left is doing. Push harder mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because we've reached critical mass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It put, please go. Please mm-hmm. mandate this. This is what I say to San, Fra- this, the San Francisco population. No, your child is, should not carry a vaccine card. You should carry. 
Second Amendment. Okay? You should carry, but not the vaccine card. Not the vaccine card. Yes. You should carry a little lead (laughs) on your hip. To protect your children. Yes. Yes. According to the Second Amendment, which does still account in the city of San Francisco. You have a Second Amendment. So it's fair. That's no vaccine fair. card. There's a second amendment. We're going to carry our, our little friend. There you go. L9 millimeter. There you go. I mean, look, do you do you want to protect your children or don't you, Eric? Yeah, people. I got a good friend. Big shout out to Gary Nerdrotic, who is uh, out there. His family's out here in San Antonio right now because uh, they're moving from. They just sold the house in San Francisco. Wow. Getting the hell Congrats. out of here. Uh, Congrats. And they're looking in San Antonio right now, like literally as we're as we're taping wow. this right now today, uh, doing some house shopping. Um, and they're looking to get the hell up out of there. They've Good. already made their decision. Because of examples like this, um, you look at what's going on with this, the, the children out there. You look at the COVID measures and all of that, which is what they're saying. You can't even go to a freaking basketball game unless your five to eleven year old carries their uh, vaccination uh, permit or card or whatever they want. Sounds to call like it. the train to Auschwitz. Yeah, right. Uh, with a lot of people who were like, "Oh yes, we'll get vaccinated if that means we get to return to normal life. Yes, yeah. we'll wear the mask if that means we get to return it to normal stopped. life. This is what it's got." California's. Californians, and you would probably know this definitely being in the industry, if you talk to a lot of them, they are oblivious to living outside of that state. Yeah. Like, yeah. they think that they are in the, at the Mecca. Like they get this. shell-shocked when they come here. Yeah, like, like, oh, it's actually oh okay. It's actually like, Yeah, like, what do you think the world yeah. is California? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's, yeah. So they don't really understand. They don't understand. I've seen many videos, testimonies, if yep. you will, of people yep. like, yeah, people wonder why we stay out here. It's because, well, we this is all we knew. And we didn't know that. And it's like, oh, I guess that is a perspective that you if you've been there your entire life in California's propaganda works very well. Uh, they have all the, the, you know, definitely if you consider L.A. and all of that, they have all of these elites that stay there. So they think that this is their best chance when it's not. You're seeing now that these guys have no intention of stopping. Um, so I don't blame anybody for living to fight another day and relocating closer to your allies, considering mm-hmm. this and strip them of the tax money that they're going to be stealing from you uh, in the event that you stay there. Because this is uh, yep. we've the, look, you talk about delegitimizing these guys and why why we should do that. It's because look at what it is that they're doing. That is an evil institution. They're mm-hmm. evil people. They're mm-hmm. evil people like to for that woman to speak about this so yeah. easily oh, yeah. and just say, yeah. At some point, after eight weeks, yeah, we're going to be requiring a limited your five time. And, uh, yeah, 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 that's all you get, eight weeks. Yeah. And we're going to be requiring your five to eleven year old to requ- uh, to to show show me your papers, show papers, your papers, please. papers, please. Mm-hmm. Again, these are evil people. Why not? I, I continue to say that your founders went to war for less. Oh yes, yes. they yes. went to war for yes. a lot less yes. than what we're dealing with right now. Why not? Just put a yellow star uh, on your jackets. Just, uh, you know, just saying. All right. uh, We've got more to come. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Moink. So uh, I don't know if you guys realize this, but 97% of the chickens, so most likely the chickens that you are buying, and I know you're spending a lot of money on these chickens that you buy from the grocery store because thanks, Joe Biden. But uh, those chickens are actually dipped in chlorine because big food doesn't have the same quality standards as the family farm. That is why you need to sign up for Moinkbox 
Com. They deliver grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, wild-caught Alaskan salmon. It's all delicious, and it's all direct to your door. They are helping family farms become financially independent outside of big agriculture, which we know is tied to big government. Their animals are raised outdoors. Their fish swim wild in the ocean. Moink meat is free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, and all the other junk that you find in the prepackaged meat aisle. But the good news is it is not free of flavor, which is why my nine-year-old old is like when we first tried moink he was like holy crap what is this bacon this is the best bacon i've ever had in my life then we had the steaks and he was like oh my gosh what is this steak this is amazing can we please have more he always asks for more of all of the moink box meat that we get and i don't blame him because it is truly the best you got to sign up at moinkbox.com slash news you will get a year of bacon for free guys listen are you an American? Because if you're an American, you like bacon. And if you like bacon, you get it for free at Moinkbox. You can pick what other meats you want delivered in your box. You can go to moinkbox.com slash news right now. You will get free bacon for a year. Do not sleep on this. That is moinkbox.com slash news. So we're talking about education and parents taking over their schools. Kansas parents... I think it's time that you speak up. There is a uh, questionnaire. It is called a gender unicorn worksheet over in Kansas. Uh, it is a questionnaire asking 10th grade students about their sexual identity preference and, oh, much, much more that has uh, really sparked outrage among uh, the Olaf public schools community in Kansas. So if we could if we could show this, this is a. Uh, yeah, this is the gender unicorn, and you're supposed to express your gender identity, your gender expression, your sex assigned at birth, who you're physically attracted to, which I honestly am very offended by. They only have three different options there. It says women, men, and other genders, which is, I, excuse me, there are about 105 now. Get with the program, <laughs> phobic. I don't know what phobic you are, transphobic, genderphobic, whatever the hell you are, you're phobic. That's all I know. Uh, and, and then, not just physically attracted to, but also emotionally attracted to. Who are you emotionally attracted to? Uh, this was given out in public schools. We've got about a minute and a half. I want to give you both time to speak. Yaku. Set the whole thing on fire. <laughs> Set the whole thing on fire. This came from what was called the gingerbread man, mm -hmm. which was a gingerbread man. And then kids in fifth grade pin genders on it. Now they're going this way. Uh, in an era where we are concerned about big tech stealing our data, now we're, we're getting this kind of data in the classroom from kids, which is all sexually driven. Set her on fire. Yeah. Um, by the way, Eric, this is a teaching tool from the Trans Student Education Resources website, which to me would indicate like that's a place that you should not yeah. get your curriculum from. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what more I can say about this other than get your kids the hell out of these public education systems. Like, what the? Why are they even asking? I mean, you let alone a person's gender, uh, which we know what that is. Um, but why are they asking kids who they're attracted to? That's freaking weird, man. Um, look, why don't they just put teachers on there? Uh, Adults? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They teachers? oh, they would I, love that. I know they yeah. would. Oh, they would I love they that. Would. Are you kidding me? I That's coming. Get them out. Get them out. Like, yeah, we don't need any more examples of this. No. Um, just get them the hell up out of there. Yeah. Period. Uh, well, just as a just like to tie it in with the beginning of this program, um, this 
actual worksheet. They they did obviously issue it, but because of the uproar, uh, the principal had said, we are working with staff to make sure this worksheet is not distributed to any other classrooms and is not used in any instruction moving forward. Parents, if there's anything we can leave you with before we go to break, it is do not cede your power to big government. You have a lot of power. These are your children. That's right. Do not give them up. Continue to fight and good things will happen. All right, we got to go to break. We'll be back. I just want to let you know, I see you out there, person who has not yet gone to wherever you get your audio podcasts and subscribed, rated, and reviewed the news and why it matters. All of you out there, you comment on YouTube, you comment on Blaze TV, you comment on Pluto TV, you comment on Facebook, and you love seeing me angry, but do you love seeing me angry at you? I'm giving you another chance, all right? You gotta go, subscribe, rate, and review. You also may see your review read live on air like the one today from Jesus Love You. That's cute. Come on, I that's like amazing. That. Uh, five stars. Says, five-star show. This is the only show I will watch for daily news. Love the discourse and funny banter. Yaku, Eric, and Sarah are my favorite trio. I'm glad there are still some of us who aren't permanently damaged by public school. <laughs> Love to you all. Well, that was a that was a good review to read today. Yeah, we well, got a double I had to do dose. A lot of unlearning. I had to do a lot of right? same. Man. But I will say, public school when I was in school was not the same it's as it was this. today. It, it was, was bad, not this. But it wasn't this bad. And that's you why didn't it's have so a gender frustrating. Unicorn. Yeah. I did not ever have a gender I unicorn. I did not have to learn the gender bread man. Who I like. I don't yeah. remember See, when I was no. in school, the, was yeah, when I was in school, the rainbow no. was still. No. <laughs> yeah, when I was in school, the rainbow was still a promise that God wouldn't flood this place. They hijacked the rainbow. That see, but it's okay. I learn. All I learned about the rainbow was Roy G. Biv. I just learned oh, the I colors in yeah. order, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That was teach, all I learned. I don't even teach that anymore. You ask a kid what's primary colors today. So Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.